What's up? Hi, everybody. <laughs> All right, here we are. My name's Dave Hubbard. I'm Jeff Wolf. I'm sitting here with my buddy Jeff Wolf, and we wanted to talk to you guys, to the three people that are going to listen this week, and just have you uh, come hang out with us for an hour. Yeah, we're a pretty big deal. We're here in my uh, in my garage. We're a humongous deal to yep. uh, everybody who knows us. Yep. Yep. Um. So that's it. So my name's Dave. This is Jeff. I already said that. Ella, edit that out later. That sounds okay. <laughs> um, our d- podcast is called American Cheese, and it's called American Cheese because me and Jeff love American cheese. That's true. Our friendship is largely based upon American and cheese. We figured this out early on um, in high school. I was actually friends with Jeff's parents before I was friends with Jeff. Does that say a lot about you? I don't know. That I think it just says how cool I am. That you were friends with middle-aged people? Because uh, I was not very cool in high school, <laughs> even though I'm in, uh, hugely cool now. <laughs> so uh, they were youth leaders at church. Me and Jeff were church people with yeah. youth group people for a long time. And uh, me and your dad clicked at, so I think we had like a class Aftershock. Okay. Like freshmen hung out and then sophomores hung out. Aftershock, what an old name. I think that's what we called it back then. Mm-hmm. I had Afterglows, I had Aftershocks. I don't know which one was first. I think Afterglow was first. That was like a 70s deal. And okay. then like in the 90s, they became like Aftershocks because we were, everything was extreme, like extreme okay. whatever, right. and then Aftershock. So especially in the freshman class, there wasn't a lot of people. So I was at like a freshman class Aftershock, and I ended up playing catch with a football with your dad, Bubba, in Sounds the front yard right. yep. for like almost the whole time while everybody else did stuff. It's so, funny we call him Bubba. He's like a short white guy who's not like overweight or anything. He, no, he's always. Just I don't know Bubba. where did Bubba come from. I don't know. I, I, I do think, like saying it. I think Anthony Namo started it. Okay, which is cool. And so, uh, yeah, later on in high school life, there's a Sunday night. I think there's an aftershock that gets canceled. So I'm just hanging out, talking to people, and uh, this girl named Annette is going to dinner with your parents at Valle Luna. The Luna, legendary. Mexican restaurant, yeah, still here. Still there. And uh, I'm like, sure, I'll go. So we go to Valle Luna. It's Mexican food. And uh, everybody orders usually Mexican food. But I'm not, especially at the time, I'm a little different now. But yeah. at the time, I'm not a uh, Mexican food guy. I'm a cheeseburger guy. Cheeseburger, chicken fingers. So I'm looking at the menu. I find, you know, the one little section for usually little kids. It says yeah. cheeseburgers, chicken fingers. So I order a cheeseburger with American cheese only. Preach. And uh, Greg and Ginger are looking at me like I'm crazy yeah. or like someone's playing a prank on them yeah and i'm like what and they're like our son orders that everywhere we go and, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all he orders and i'm like oh maybe we should be friends and then we ended up becoming pretty good friends yeah absolutely so what two or three years apart two three years apart. i think you're a senior you were a senior when i was a freshman okay so you were way too cool for me when i first was there okay and then uh, as i got older i think we shared a friend my older cousin brian o'neill yep brian my your age. friend group yep so every now and then i'd be around you guys and uh, something happened. I don't remember exact. What is your first memory of us hanging out? I have some. Um, but. You know, it probably would have been like your freshman year of college. Right. Around that time. Yeah. I, was Brad Williams like our college pastor back then? Brad Williams was our college pastor. And we um, were doing an event at Saguaro Ranch Park or you guys were, you and Brian were filming okay. a movie. Okay. Video. Okay. Yeah, now I got it, it. And it might have been before that, but that's probably the most vivid. One of the most, okay. So yeah. we were getting ready for a video scavenger hunt. And so, you know, back in the day, we weren't real high tech with announcements oh. or <laughs> videos. And so they're like, hey, O'Neill, go make a video promoting oh the video scavenger hunt. We'll show it in Sunday school and get people to show up. 
So we're at Swore Ranch Park. We've got this guy with his name, Eamon. Eamon. Who's, uh, <laughs> who can't control his gas. Good story here. And so uh, one time I'm in the, we're in a, my cousin Brian O'Neill's truck. And it's just a single row. So they're all three of us are in the front row. And uh, we're driving. And then all of a sudden, you know, you just smell <laughs> something, something it's like, awful. It's like death. It smells like death. You're in a single cab. Windows are up. And uh, we all know, we both know it's Eamon, but I'm trying not to say anything because it's so embarrassing. But my cousin O'Neill has he, no, he, he's, uh, there's no filter. There's no embarrassing him. Yeah, there's, no. He never feels awkward. He can be, he's like the real life Kramer. Yeah. And so all of a sudden he's just like, man, who farted? <laughs> and I just don't say anything. And Eamon's kind of like, it was me. And then O'Neill's like, ah, it's, it's okay. No big deal, man. We all fart. You know, he's trying to make <laughs> so up for funny. it. 10 seconds later, he just goes, Gosh, it just starts rolling down the window because it just was so piercing. It was so amazing. Like, it's all good, Amy. You just got to claim it, buddy. You know, man, we all fired, dude. You got to claim it, bro. That's how he talks to people. That is O'Neal. So I do remember making a video, Scavenger Hunt video. Um, one thing I remember is uh, a couple Wednesday nights or something, You, pay, I had a pager back then. Anybody yeah. out there know what a pager is? Ella, oh, do you know what a pager is? I've heard of it. I don't know what it does. So when we were young, we didn't, we didn't have cell phones. Oh my and gosh. so if you wanted to get a hold of someone who wasn't at home, A, you would call their house and That's true. leave and a message on or their talk aunt, to, Or talk to their mom. Talk to their mom. Be like, hey, is Jeff <laughs> home? Terrifying. <laughs> it is. Hey, is, yeah. This is when you had to call a girl back then or oh her parents answered. Or dad answers the phone. You hang up. challenging. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try back in 10 minutes. <laughs> um, so you'd call, leave a message on an answering machine. And if the kid was really cool, which I think I was my senior year, I had a yeah. pager. Yeah. And you would call a number and you would get this. Sometimes it would just be like leave your message after the tone or you could record funny messages and I would always record funny messages. But basically I'd had a little square thing in my pocket and I would get a notification with a phone number yep. and I would call that phone number back from a pay phone or something. Yeah, we had to carry quarters. And that's how people tried to get a hold of you. Yeah. Or you would call collect and just leave your message and so they wouldn't yeah. accept the charges. Be like, I'm at the movies, come get me. And yeah. then they would just like, no, I don't accept the charges. And then your mom would come get you yeah. from Gateway Village or whatever. Gateway Village. <laughs> <laughs> There's a 90s throwout. There it is. So I do remember some Wednesday nights, like Wednesday nights, be like 8, 30, 9 o'clock, people stop hanging out, and then you would page me and be like, what are you doing? I'd be like, nothing, and be like, let's go let's go do something. Let's go yeah. see a movie. Let's go do this. Um, and then I, when, we, when I started going to college, I couldn't believe how bad the parking was at Glendale Community yeah, College. Yeah, it was really bad. It was just bumps. So sometimes I'd get to school like five minutes before class started, and by the time I'd park, I'd be like, dude, I'm going to be a half hour late. Yeah, there's no, it's, not, it's not even worth going. Yeah. So well, I wouldn't go. I would just call Jeff and be like, <laughs> do you want to go play racquetball? And you'd be like, bro, I'm already here. <laughs> we used to sneak in the health clubs. Yeah. We were real yeah. responsible. We didn't pay for memberships. We, yeah. Or sometimes we would know someone who worked there. That's so we true. would just go there when they were there. Yeah. And they would just let us in. But also, like, if you, it's kind of like that movie Catch Me If You Can. If, if you walk around, like, you know what you're doing. For sure. People will not bother you usually. That's my whole life. Yeah. So I've actually taught Ella that. When you just walk in and walk like you belong there, most uh-huh. people, I avoid confrontation at all costs and a lot of other people do. Yeah. And they just want to ask you for your membership yeah. or, or especially if you look mean. I'm not mean, yeah. but I try to look yeah, mean. Yeah, you kind of look mean. So people don't talk to me as much. Yeah. So it's yeah. worked out nice. But the 90s were, I don't know. My prime. I, I like to think that the 90s was the best generation. I think it was. But, you know, everybody who grows up in their generations, whether it's like they're in the 60s, 70s, 2000s or whatever, they think yeah. that they they think that they grew up in the best generation. 
So I've got my 15-year-old daughter, Ella, here. She's our executive producer. She can. <laughs> she's the brains behind the whole yeah, operation. Yeah, she's, ba- she's barely looking over the uh, folding six-foot table in our garage. Because, you too. So. Okay. Whoa, whoa, hey, hey, easy, hey, easy. Hey, I can still ground you. <laughs> um, you know, so Ella, you were born in 2008. Do you, do you think that you live currently in, in the in the best generation? No, not at, not at all. Why Literally. is that? Because okay, first of all, um, I just feel like social media just kind of like ruined everything. Like there's it like it could be very bad. Yeah, I think it's good in some ways. There's upside. Bad. It can be great, but nobody uses it just for the great parts. No, yeah, yeah, yeah that's true. And also, just like kids are like wimps. Like they can't take anything. That's true. Kids are wimps. You can't make fun of kids anymore. No. Which is sad. It's so sad. Like I can't be funny like how I was taught to be funny. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. So you just got to be free. You just can't post anything ever. No. No no posting. I always tell my kids no paper trail. That's the most (laughs) important rule. Yeah. Smartphones smartphones ruined a lot of things. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Because they can be great but it also can be bad. I think about, I love the 80s also. I mean, we were yeah. both born in the 80s but we were young in the 80s. I wasn't born in the 80s, Dave. I was born in the 70s. I was born in 78. We're close. So Amber, close. Amber's 81, you're 81. I'm 81. Yeah. So I'm too young to really like probably, that's why I always yeah. joke like the 90s were my prime. Well, the 90s shaped us. Like they yeah, shaped our absolutely. personalities, that's like our sense of humor. 100%. Like what was, um, I mean, probably the TV show that shaped my sense of humor the most was probably Seinfeld. Yeah. Still well, probably the best show yeah. ever. Yeah. I would guess. I mean, that's my. I've tried to watch it with my kids, and it's a little bit of a slow burn yeah. at the beginning. Ella, you're in the Seinfeld no, right yeah. now, aren't you? I'm on like halfway through season three. See, and that's I where I keep telling my kids, like right around season three, yeah, it yeah, really so. picks up and gets a lot better. Um, and then season four through like the end, I still think is as good as anything out there now. Well, Seinfeld but. like shaped entertainment because it's like it was obviously you know deem the show about nothing but it brought like comedy into like everyday like hence like even like the podcast we're doing today it's like it's entertainment about like the everyday stuff right that could be a show i remember george and jerry talking about that what'd you do this week that's yeah. a show type thing yeah, yeah well it's like you, you even just you even just gave a reference to brian o'neill saying he was our kramer yeah like, absolutely which know? is true he's, yeah. he's still to this day never feels awkward i just saw him a couple of days ago at turkey bowl <laughs> and he just He's just so funny. At all yeah. times, he's just so funny. The funniest person. So great O'Neill story. He won't care. He won't care. His wife might get embarrassed, but he doesn't. So I'm going to tell the story anyway. <laughs> so his, well, Katie's not going to listen to this, so we're okay. His wife's Megan. Oh, his, oh, you said, his you said it's, it's going to be his wife. His yeah. wife. She's definitely not listening to She's this. She's definitely not. So uh, Brian's a big basketball guy, so his kids play basketball. Some of them. And his youngest one is playing in a basketball league. And oh. I hear this story. I think he's three. So it's not that big of a deal. Okay. But I think all of a sudden, you know, and when you're three years old and you're doing something, there's not a lot of structure. They usually don't keep score. Oh, you have no self-awareness. Yeah, it's usually just like, here, be on this court for the next 30 minutes, get some energy out. And so I think they look over and he's standing under the basket on the other side with his pants around his ankles, <laughs> just just waving it around. Is it indoor? <laughs> indoor. Oh, yeah. gosh. So, awesome. But I mean, there's got to be, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Ten kids on each team. Everybody's got parents there. Is he peeing or is he just? He's just airing it out. He's just, <laughs> <laughs> he's just letting the wind hit it. <laughs> That's so fantastic. It's a pretty funny story. Oh, that's pretty great. <laughs> um, another funny O'Neill story. Last summer, I drove to Utah for uh, nationals for my son's volleyball. Yeah. And uh, I was lucky because O'Neill lives there. And so I was like, this is a good time to see him. And so the first time I was going to see him when I got there was a uh, his son Calvin's basketball game. And so, it's, I don't know, stadiums are at 3 o'clock. So we get to the gym. We find Calvin and Luke warming up. It's like 2.56, right? We'd just gotten there. Okay. And uh, I'm like, Luke, where's Brian? And he's like, dude, I think he's refing a game down the hall or something. And then I'm like, isn't he your guys' coach? And Luke's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
<laughs> so I sat on the sideline for a couple of minutes. I was like, fine, I'll you know start the game. Who cares? Again, Calvin is young, so these yeah. games don't really matter. And O'Neal comes running in in his ref shirt, oh like 302, gosh. flip-flops. He's like, you think they'd spread these things out more? <laughs> <laughs> so, Brian. <laughs> it just hops right in yeah. and referees the game. Yeah, Kramer's the oh. perfect illustration for Brian. O'Neal. Yeah, absolutely. So what are the mm. other things that shaped you in the 90s? Because like, when I think of Dave Hubbard, I mean, here you are as one of my best friends. Um, if people were just to see like a Polaroid picture of you, they would just see like the average white guy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But the, tr- but the truth is, like, there's so many things about you that just aren't average. And the one of them is actually your ability to dance. I do like to dance, which probably takes me back to a little bit more 80s. Yeah. Um, I had two movies as a kid. Okay. And they were, one of them was not even a movie. It was called The Making of Thriller. Okay. And it was a VHS tape. Yeah. And it had Michael Jackson's Thriller, which is, I don't know. Classic. Eight or nine minutes long. If you've never seen Thriller, that's weird. That's but, weird. But then Ella, had- Ella, have you ever seen the, the video Thriller? Be honest. Yeah. Have you have? Okay. You've watched I went the through whole Michael thing? Jackson phase. Oh, that's okay. true. You did go through Michael Jackson uh-huh. phase. Good. We all should. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's a joke there. Hold, hold in bad joke here. That's what I was thinking in my mind. <laughs> like, you can't get demonetized. Having an anxiety attack. Like, I want to say something, but I shouldn't. Um, so I had The Making of Thriller, which was like a half-hour documentary about Thriller. Okay. And then I had a movie called Breaking 2, Electric Boomerang. Yes, I remember that. And I love that movie. And I just watched it recently. My son's calling me right now. I'm not going to answer. Tell him you're busy. I'll talk to you later, Link, if you hear this. Hopefully. If he calls back, I'll answer because maybe something's wrong. Okay. And uh, so I just just liked dancing. I don't know if I was naturally good at it. I would just... There was nothing to do in the 80s. When we were kids, we didn't have... We had video games, but the video game was yeah. the same every it was time just you Super played Mar- it. It was just Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, and it never changed. Yeah. So, I had a burp. <laughs> of course. <laughs> there it is. We're leaving and, that. Uh, We're leaving that in, I don't think it picked it up. <laughs> so I, I heard it. Get off no, I side. heard it. Very good. Oh, no. I got it. So, I'd throw on Thriller or Break Into a Rector Boogaloo, and then I would just stand in the bathroom and watch myself dance. It was real but, you, but like, what kind of a bathroom is this? Can, can you only see yourself you from, like, the, see waist from up? the waist up? So, so, like, so okay. I'm, I'm, and to this day, I've never been super light on my feet. So <laughs> I'm much better with like arm movements than I am oh, like. Um, you could have been a completely different person if, if your mom would have just. If your mom would have just had a full length. Dad would have been more successful, and I had a bigger and a full length mirror. mirror to look at or yeah. dance studio. Oh yeah, could have been great. So I love dancing, and then I've also just always loved kind of like hip hop culture i love yeah. rap music and that's the, that's the probably the second thing that sticks out about me because like you were probably like my first friend that really loved rap music and i still do yeah i'm um, probably not you know a great influence for the youth or my kids but <laughs> that's life my first rap what was it? I, ice ice babies one of the first rap songs sure. i remember loving Vanilla but everybody ice. but i mean yeah. i like really loved ice ice Baby. what year was that 88 okay i was gonna say 90 i was gonna say 90 it was really young <clears throat> And then I was really into Vanilla Ice. I remember being at the state fair when I was like in junior high school. So that okay. would have been, that would have been like eighty nine ninety, yeah. Okay. And, and like if it came on when you were like on the swing that went around, like Vanilla Ice came on, yes. you got an extra turn. Like yes, it was like, it was like Dude, that ice, sounds ice, rad. Yeah. yeah. So I loved. I feel like I was in love with Vanilla Ice forever. When I look back and read about the history, yeah. he was really only super popular for like six months. Um, but I remember a big thing about that too is he was in Ninja Turtles two, and that was a huge secret of the ooze. Oh, okay. And I, I was so excited to go see that movie, and he has a little ninja rap song. And that's right, yeah, ninja, ninja. Yeah. Ninja. So, if you wouldn't have said that, I would have never remembered that. Oh, I loved Secret of the Ooze. Um, and you know, real great movie. 
probably won all the Oscars that year. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was, um, and then we had the boy bands in the 90s. And then boy bands were, I mean, started with New Kids on the Block. They started in the 80s, I think, and then went into the 90s. Um, but then they got big toward the ends of the 90s. Backstreet Boys, NSYNC. Correct. Like, and those guys are, I still, everybody still listens. I say everybody. I still listen to some Backstreet Boys oh, and for some sure. NSYNC. I, think I remember when, awesome. we would, when we would play like Old Man Church Softball, we would be listening to in sync um, on NSYNC the way there, getting or Will Smith. Up. Oh yeah, oh, you know, yeah. Will Smith getting for jiggy sure. with it. Yeah, big time. Yeah. So good little back history on rap though too. I remember because you know I grew up Christian. Yeah. And so I couldn't really listen to like the rap I wanted to listen to at home, and so my mom found me this Christian rap tape. It was called "Rapping for Jesus." Oh gosh. There's a guy named Stephen Wiley. I still remember like <laughs> a lot of the raps, but it, it was a cassette and it had one song on each side. So I had two songs. Oh, so gosh. this is how we used to listen to music when we were kids. And I'd throw on, you know, Nintendo and start playing Zelda. And I'd throw this tape on and I'd play one song for three minutes. Then I'd have to stop, turn it over. Then I'd play the next song. Then I'd stop, turn it over. And I would just go back and forth and listen to these two songs for wow. three hours. It's weird that we weren't more popular than we were. <coughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Polaroid from the 90s would be baseball. I played baseball. So I always liked sports. Yeah. Suns, because they were big in the 90s. That was the 93 90, run. 93, 94. Yeah. That was a big deal. Or was it 92, 93 or 93, 94? I think it was 92, 93. I think you're right. That they lost to Jordan in the finals. Stupid, Suns, stupid John Paxton, that three-point shot. Stupid Danny Ainge were helping off him, man. Oh, my gosh. Dublin, the two only ties it. I know. Recently, they had that Last Dance documentary on Netflix about Jordan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I remember when they went back to that series. We were up by like five. Oh, my gosh. like 40 seconds left. Yep. Which you forget because I was only 12 at the time. But it's just depressing to see how like close we've been so many times and just can't it's get cursed. it done. Um, so yeah, Polaroid would be sons, baseball, rap music, going to church, BBS high school for me was 95 to 99. Uh, you know, probably started forming more of my personal. That's where I met your wife. Yeah, that's true. I was in high school. So fun story about Jeff's wife. I uh, took her to prom my senior year. True story. I didn't know her at the time. Right. And, uh, we weren't dating or anything. She was actually dating my cousin, Ted. That's right. TR. And, uh, she agreed. We were talking, and I was like, I never went to anything at my school in high school. All my friends were at church. Um, and this is, you know, elderly advice for people. Go to things at your school. They're fun. I only went to senior prom, and I regret it. I had fun. I wish I would have gone to homecoming. And Sadie Hawkins, the girls to ask you, so I was probably out of luck of that. But uh. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure your sister would have taken you. But, you know. But I do. when I went to senior prom and had a bunch of fun, I regretted not going to other things. Some of it's because I could dance. And so, you know, if you could dance at those yeah. things, you end up but like you also the went center to, of attention. But you also went with, like, your church friend is in your prom. Correct. Yeah. So. It doesn't have to be romantic. Yeah. It can be just for funsies. Sure. So anyway, senior year, she's like, you should go to prom. If you want to go to prom and you don't want to go alone, I'll go with you. And I was like, all right, thanks for offering. And how long, how long before prom was this offer made? A couple weeks. Okay. Because, you know, she probably went to her prom and then was like, who are you going to prom with? And I was like, I'm not going to go. So she's like, you should go, blah, blah, blah. So Saturday, the day of prom, I have a baseball game that morning. Saturday games are at 11. And the kids on my team are like, what do you mean you're not going to prom? You have to go to prom. You're senior, blah, blah. So I'm like, fine. So I was like, I'll go to prom. So it's like 2 p.m. time I get home. I call Amber, <laughs> leave a message on her answering, on her answering, on her machine. answering machine. You paged her. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I remember my messages being like, all right, Amber, you said you go to prom with me. We had a deal. I, I appreciate that. And my friends talked me into it. So I'll The pick- biggest mistake you made was you didn't read the fine print of saying that I can't ask you the day of. So I'll pick you up like at five tonight. In three hours. She calls back like an hour later like, what? <laughs> 
So, but she's a trooper, got ready, you know, miraculous. She already had a prom dress. So I went and got a tux that day at Rose Tuxedo. Yeah, you did. By Captain Bill's subs. Oh my gosh. Wasn't that guy like from the mafia? I think so. Because yeah, yeah, it it was always weird dealings there. But we went there a lot. And And I think Captain Bill's is still there. And the tux kind of smelled like fish. Yeah. But you know, it fit. (laughs) When I was 18, I had, you know, less body fat. I could fit. (laughs) I had a lot more options. That's true. Um, So we went to prom, had tons of fun. Fast forward, you know. When did you get married, Jeff? I got married in 2001. Actually, we're coming up this uh, December 1st. Okay, so fast forward two years. Me and Jeff are now great friends. Yeah. I'm the best man at his wedding, and I'm giving my speech, and uh, which is legendary. To it, it, is, it is probably, and I'm not just saying it, it's probably the best, best man speech I've ever heard. And I can't start the speech without talking about Amber first. I'm like, you know, obviously I'm here. I'm Jeff's best man, but I've known the bride longer because I was friends with her first. And then I was like, we actually went to prom together. Then I brought the little picture and I had it blown oh, up. It was great. On the wall behind us. And I was like, man, we look good together in this oh, picture. Huge <laughs> screen. I mean, it's probably a 10 foot tall screen. Yeah. Every- and at my wedding. And here's Dave in a tux on a date with my wife. <laughs> I love it. Still Pretty great. Me laugh. Pretty great. Great speech. Great time. So that's how I met you. What was this? Well, I don't even know why we started that story. Uh, who, who knows who what we started? Forming who we were, dancing, going to prom, yeah. dances. I think we started talking. I think it came out of um, I think it came out of NSYNC somehow. NSYNC getting pumped up by NSYNC, like it's rap music. Yeah, and then um. and then the other Polaroid I would say is I remember your hair. Like you went through, you went through styles of hair. Um, I remember you permed it. Yeah, and absolutely. you had um, you you frosted the tips one time and made it spiky. Yeah, absolutely. My normal hair. So I mean, if you can't already tell, I'm obviously always been a ladies' man. <laughs> <laughs> I've always really cared about my appearance. Yes. Um. And now, and then just like going to prom, you know, if you're young and you have hair, have fun with it. I don't have it anymore. <laughs> exactly. So. <laughs> Enjoy it while you can. Enjoy it while you can. So, yeah, one time I grew it out as lo- for me as long as I could. Probably took like six months. And then it was long enough I could perm it. So I permed it. it. Was the be- and it wasn't and just any perm. It was like a tight perm. Yeah, it was real tight. And then it just, I looked like I had a little fro, like an Afro puff, which was awesome. So we'll, we'll get a picture of that and post it. Um, we'll also post the uh, prom picture too if you still have it. I'm sure I can find if it. If not, Amber probably does in her hope chest. Yeah, <laughs> with all her with all her wedding memories. With of all me. the what ups. <laughs> 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 um, and then I would it would take too much energy to just like bleach the tips because then you had to really be careful. Yeah. So I would just bleach my whole head. That's right. And then like a month later, cut it. So then when it would grow out, it looked like you had bleached tips. There you go. And then I'd say my go-to hairstyle was like. Uh, five on top and a one on the sides, and I would just comb it straight back and spike it, put hair okay. gel in it. See, I yeah. remember I had the uh, the butt part. Like I grew mine a little bit longer, and I part it down the middle, middle. and just like come down like a shaggy dog. And, and I thought it was I was like, so kind of cool. like straight all the way. Yeah, around straight around, sides, like, like right, bowl. like right through the center of my eyes. You know, I always liked that. I liked when kids shaved like the side of their head. Yeah, I did and that. Had hair folding over. I always thought that was cool. I was always thought that was for cooler kids. Yeah, I wasn't quite in that group, but I always thought it looked cool. And now I can't do anything with my hair. So. Well, now you look back at it, you're like, oh my gosh, that was the worst. Yeah. That was the worst decision I think I could have made. But it just goes through phases. Like, mullets were big in the 70s. That's true. And then they became like... Oh, well, they're la- back. That's what I'm saying. They became a laughing stock, and now they're kind of back. Yeah. One of my... Both my... My youngest son had a little mullet for a while, and it actually didn't look that bad. So, yeah. things come and go. Bell bottoms, left, come back. All these things go and come back, and I don't know what the hairstyle is that is... Uh, going to look the best forever. Everybody always looks back at their youth and says, but the good news is we've got a lot of, uh, documenting to, um, to, to show for our youth. I mean, I actually think of this week, like it's like our, I don't know, probably 15th, 18th annual 
turkey bowl, ultimate right. frisbee thing that we've been doing with all of our friends. So on I Wednesday. remember, I remember we started doing it. There was always like football games on Thanksgiving morning. Sure. But when you're young, you could sleep in and it kind of stinks. Yeah. Well, you're like, I don't have to go to school, but am I really about to wake up and go to a park at 8 a.m. and try to play flag football? Yeah. Um, and so there was a, I think it was my freshman year of college, probably the first year we're hanging out. It's a Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. That's it. We get out of church and, uh, we're like, what are we going to do? And everybody's like, we should go play football, but you know, we don't have any money or hookups or anything. We're like, there's no fields with lights. And so we end up finding this park at GCC, I think. That's right. And we played football in the dark, which was awesome and stupid thinking back, like how, (laughs) how, how are we not... Getting super hurt here. I think we had a glow in the dark football though, didn't we? Because we were like, there was some like lights close by, like campus lights were still kind of on, so you could you could see enough that we weren't going to get hurt. But I would never do that now. Yeah, for sure, it'd be awful. But so we played football that night, and we started thinking like, you know what, it'd be cool if we started doing this the night before Thanksgiving. Yeah. So now, like twenty years plus in running, every Wednesday before Thanksgiving. You know, Dave sends out a text. It's invite only. Invite we're, only. We're very clear about that because we don't <laughs> want a too many people, yeah. and we don't want people that aren't our kind of people. Yeah, because that happens sometimes. That does happen. We've, we've had some people. Dri- <laughs> we've had some people drift in who didn't quite fit, and you've noticed they they didn't get the text the next year. It's only they've only been there Snap. once. <laughs> yeah. Because um, there's rules. It's important. Like you yeah. got to be nice. You can't. You know, I don't want any fights. And it's gotta be family friendly. You gotta wear a black and white shirt. So or bring a shirt that's black and a shirt that's white so Correct. we can divide teams. This Correct. is a life hack for people trying to run. Yeah. I just went to a turkey bowl where there wasn't a lot of structure. And it ended up being like 20 yeah. on 20 and nobody knew who was on whose team. Yeah. And the whole time I'm just like, this is why this is why my Frisbee night is better. Because yeah. <laughs> it's so, planned and everybody, you can divide teams and it just works out that way. So we, st- we did football the first probably five years. If not more, yeah. In a while. And then we started getting into Frisbee and thinking Ultimate Frisbee is fun. So then we started doing Frisbee. I'm like, everybody does football. Let's do Frisbee. And then we probably had a little gap where our kids were real young. I remember we had one year. It was probably kind of the end of... We went from like too many people to a year where not enough people showed up. Okay. And we went and saw a movie. We got there and there was like 10 of us there. And we're like, you know what? That's right. We had a good run. And then we took a little bit of a break. And then our kids started getting older like about sixth grade, and I was like, you know it would be fun if we did Frisbee again with our friends and kids who are old enough to play. For sure. And so we started doing that, I think when Jack and Ethan were sixth grade, which would have Sounds been right. five years ago, six years ago. I don't know. Four plus two minus the three. Carry the one. Six, seven I don't, I don't think you can't do math that What's way. What's the difference between all, sixth grade it's, it's, it's and all, senior in high school? It's all common six. core. Six years. It's all common core. <laughs> we, don't, we don't know. We don't know. We have to ask Michelle Obama. Um, is she still <laughs> in charge of math? That's terrible. I think so. I don't know. Um, so yeah, now we still play for. And this year, like I'm, I'm getting old. You're getting old. I am getting old. I actually ran full speed, which isn't that fast. Right, still pretty fast. Straight in the Casey. The right. kick. I remember the kick. He used oh, to the kick. Used the kick back oh, in the day yeah, to the, go yeah, extra I, fast. I don't have that anymore. You don't have a kick anymore. No, I don't have that anymore. <laughs> I never had speed, oh but I used gosh. to be able to jump a little better. Yeah, Ella doesn't um, remember me ever when I had. This will actually be a good moment. Okay. Ella doesn't believe that I was ever fast. Jeff was insanely fast. I don't believe he it. He was so fast. I believe he had a prime. No, like, it, he was strong. <laughs> everybody had a prime. <laughs> no, he was fast. That was his best asset. We yeah. played a lot of volleyball. And, Softball and stuff together in basketball, and yeah. the, his best thing was his speed. Yeah, and once that once that left, you know, so did all the sports. <laughs> and so I almost I was considering not playing this year. I'm like, we've had a good run. My kids are both really? playing. Oh, like, my, like my kids would be so sad. Two sports, and I'm like, he doesn't need an extra That's night true. of running around. I don't need, you know, Lincoln getting hurt and missing varsity basketball. But then Lincoln's like, dude, you have to do it. 
I'm like, all right. He's like, it's my favorite thing. So I'm yeah. like, fine, we'll do it two more years till Lincoln graduates high school, and then you'll be in charge. Then I'll pass then it, it pass off. Pass it off to the kids. And then yeah. he can do it if he wants, and I'll be more than happy to attend and help in any way I can. But I'm going to give it up two more years. So I sat the last game with Louie, my golden retriever, yeah. and that was great. So what we can do is we can look forward to watching our kids get play. old and fat and yeah. play, and we oh. can sit there with our dogs. Right, and make sure we don't get hurt. I definitely think I'll still probably try and play. I'll just, within the next couple of years, there won't be any more running. Yeah. It'll be like, I'm a walker. I'm going to stand and walk. I can still catch and throw, but no yeah. more trying to run. So, yeah. because even, I think last year what made it tough is I was gearing up for Frisbee. So I was trying to build my cardio yeah. so I'd be ready for it. So I was running. I was like six weeks before Frisbee, I started running twice a week. And then two weeks before Frisbee, I pulled my calf muscle. Mm. So then it really, Frisbee wasn't as fun for me last year. Not this one we just had. Yeah, this year, you, this year you did well. Dominated. Casey mm. was like MVP. Still, still trucking yeah, people. Casey was yeah. doing well. Yeah. I mean, we, we'd say MVP and we were doing awesome and we lost every game because we always play the kids. Well, but, MVP of our team. <laughs> but we held our own. Yeah. We, made a, we made them try. Hey, we didn't get shut out this year. Last year they beat us really bad. I remember we this... got two pretty fast, but then that yeah. was it. Then it was it was like 1-1, one, 2-2, one, yeah. two, two, then we, it was 7-2 and it was over. Yeah, that was, a, that was a poor choice we made. We should have been the first team to get to. Yeah. 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 Cause we're, we just, we don't have stamina. Let's remember that next year. Okay. Okay. Um, I'm going to be even, I'm going to be in so good shape next yeah. year. Now right. that I know I got two left before I retire, I'm yeah. going for it. We're going to stop eating American cheese between leaving, now and next leaving year. Leaving nothing behind. <coughs> you have to eat American yeah. cheese though. If you that's have burgers, there's no point. In yeah, that's true. That's there's true. no point in having a cheeseburger without cheese. Blasphemy. <laughs> so, uh, which is, I don't know why it's even an option to yeah. have a burger without cheese. Yeah, it's the, then it's just a hamburger. And who eats hamburgers? Nobody. Weird people. Yeah, Russians. Yeah, why eat communists? Russians and Hamas. Um, back in the nineties, so we, we can't say it. that. Can you're we? gonna get demonetized. Okay. That's right. We're gonna edit that out. That's all right. We're gonna edit that out. So thinking back, so right now it's I'm thinking about Thanksgiving and what people do. Well, that was fun. probably my high of the week. That's my high too. The high frisbee. So I always frisbee. I always joke. People are like, "What are you doing for Thanksgiving?" And I'm always like. Who really cares? That my Thanksgiving is frisbee. Us too. Yeah, because yeah. like we went to the family. And it's great. Love my family. Right. But it's just not but the same. Let's also just be honest. Thanksgiving food kind of sucks. <laughs> it's just not good. If listen, if stuffing was good, people yeah. would eat it all the time. That's actually true. And they don't. That's they eat it true. like around Thanksgiving, yeah. and they're like, "I love stuffing," but when it's May, nobody's eating things and stuffing. Well, it drives me nuts. Okay, we're gonna jump into like highs and lows, and I think pet yeah. peeves here. Okay. But and it just came to me, like. All day long on social media, everybody's taking pictures right. of what it is that they're eating. I'm like, why are you sending? We're all, we're eating, all the eating the same, same thing. It's I mean, not like it's like mashed, I love mashed potatoes, but they all look the same. Yeah, it's like even I, even bad mashed potatoes look the same as good mashed potatoes in a picture. Yeah. So it's like it's dumb. like oh look, you got turkey. And the one thing that changed for me about ten years ago is I like people started maybe they were doing it forever, but there was no internet, so you didn't know. People started brining their turkeys, and so brining. Yeah. Do you ever, See, this is where I'm going to show my ignorance because like I've fine. heard I've heard the word brine. I have no idea so what that I'll means. Tell you, and I'm not an expert. I've made, but for the most part, our parents. No offense to our parents. Yeah. But they were weren't as good at cook as us. Cooks as us. <laughs> and me, my job is food. Yeah, so I've gotten true. a lot better the last ten years. But our parents used to buy a turkey, defrost it, stick it in the oven for four hours, take it out, and serve it. Sure. And that stinks. Like yeah. it's not good. The meat's dry. Turkey stinks. And so. I heard on a radio show back in the day someone talking about Brian and their turkey. So then I reached out to like one of my chef friends, and he told me a little about it. And so basically what you do is you fill a bucket up with salt water and other spices you want. doesn't really matter. You can okay. pick. You put poultry seasoning in there, salt, pepper. People have pre-brined mixes now. That like a Home Depot bucket? Well, yeah, like okay. a big five-gallon bucket. 
and I fill it halfway with water and then all the spices. Then I stick the turkey in there and then you fill it with water until the turkey's completely submerged. You stick it in the fridge. You leave it in the fridge for a couple of days. And then you take it out the day you're going to cook it and you cook it. And it, what it does, it does create a juicier turkey for okay. sure. But it's still like you're still putting a lot of work into something that's just okay. Yeah. It's just not that great. So I've even done, you know, I've done the, I think it's called spatchcocking. I've spatchcocked the turkey and I've done one on the Traeger. I haven't fried one. I'd like to deep fry one someday without setting my house on fire. But um, We'll do it at somebody else's house. Yeah. But I mean, for me, Thanksgiving, mac and cheese and mashed potatoes is all I care about. And maybe rolls with butter. Like cranberry sauce stinks. Green bean casserole stinks. Corn casserole stinks. All this stuff stinks. Everybody just likes the bread with butter. Yeah. Would so true. Just give us the bread, right, Ella? So true. Ella's mom makes, um, Ella's mom, my wife, she <laughs> makes, um, it's a family recipe. We call them sticky rolls. Yeah. And then like our college students, so Ryan Harper. Sticky rolls to me is a cinnamon roll. What is a sticky roll? Okay, so sticky roll is, it's a crescent. You think like a crescent roll, you roll out, you know, yeah. the, the little thing that pops. You right. The, the Pillsbury. Crescent, the Pillsbury Doughboy thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so you roll those out and so you take a, um, you take a marshmallow. And you dip it in a concoction, and I'm going to screw this up, of like cinnamon sugar and butter. It's, yeah, you dip it in butter, and then you cinnamon sugar because it sticks. Okay, cinnamon sugar, and then you roll it up in the crescent roll, and you seal it really good, and you put it inside a cupcake muffin, Okay. and you bake it. Sounds pretty good. And then, so what happens is the crescent roll blows up like a balloon, and then the marshmallow melts, so it's like hollow on the inside, but it's like sweet and, and gooey. It's messy, but it's Do you only make it delicious. You know, she only makes them on Thanksgiving, but it is one of those things that we would eat all the time. But they do take a little bit of prep. All right. Yeah. Um, I feel like this should be a Instagram video of how to make these things, and we should try. It, it sounds delicious. It's 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 amazing. I'd like to um, try. It. Actually, before we hang when we hang up when we, when we hang up our rotary phone here <laughs> when we hang up when we finish up this um this new fang, fandangled thing called the podcast. Um, we have some we have some sticky rolls. Yeah, and I'll, try and, I'll, and I'll heat one up okay, for you. Okay, sweet. That's but um, when we were doing college ministry at the church, we used to do it. We used to, Amber would make a Thanksgiving meal, okay. and Ryan Harper used to always call them sticky buns. Okay. And so he w- he loved the sticky buns. So for like years, Ryan would come to our house even after he graduated college Let's just, say, just for the sticky, sticky he buns. Would, he would leave his family's like uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving, and he would come to our house just for the sticky buns. That's awesome. So, but That's awesome. So yeah, so, we had Thanksgiving. I think in general, the food's pretty mid. Yeah. And then I've always had a job where I have to work the next day. So I've never been that excited about Oh, Thanksgiving. That's too bad. Yeah. So you went to work yesterday. I mean, you can call it that. Yeah. I, you know, I wasn't. But you had you had responsibility. I had to do stuff. Okay. So it's not the same as just being yeah, that's off. Unfortunate. So I had to do some stuff. It's better than it used to be. I used to for years. I had to be up pulling orders at four a.m. Okay. So it was even worse. This year, I mean, let's face it, I didn't really answer a phone call till ten in the morning. But <laughs> so I'm not and, and asking co- for your sympathy. But and of course, your boss isn't listening to this. Yeah. No. No chance. Yeah. No so chance. I won't say where I work, so okay. nobody will ever know. So, um, high of the week is probably frisbee like for frisbee. Sure. Yeah, I would say for yeah. me as well. Frisbee for sure. Suns on a six game winning streak. That's yes, a high for that's me. good. We'll talk more about the Suns later. And then low, like what's something? I've got one. If you need a chance to think, uh, I don't have much. I was kind of sick. You know, okay. it's probably worse for you guys because you have six people. But I feel like yeah, once you have a family, one person gets sick, the whole house gets sick, eventually. Yeah, that's it's true. Sick. So Jack was sick like two weeks ago, and then I got sick like a week ago. And then um, Katie started feeling kind of sick tonight, and then it'll be Lincoln's turn. Yeah. I'm almost wondering if we should come up with something where every time someone gets sick... Quarantine them. Put them in a dog kennel. No, I was more just like, all right, Jack, you're sick. Let's all get sick right now. Like, take a drink out of this water, (laughs) then I'm going to take a drink. Everybody lick the same doorknob. Everybody lick the same doorknob, and then we'll all get sick for a week, and then it'll be over. Yeah. I don't know if we could do something like that. Instead of spreading it out for four weeks. 
Yeah, Ellen and I, we were just on a trip to Mexico with her school, and okay. I got sick just after that. I got like a head cold, and then she, actually, I think she had it first. I think you had it first, and then yeah. and then I got it, and then you got it again. Ooh, so, that's usually you're lucky if you get it once, so you don't have to yeah. get it again. That's yeah, you're nice. a bad kid. Any anybody else in your house get it after you guys had no, it? No, I think it was just I think okay. it was just us. So maybe my plan is a bad plan. Yeah, well, we try to avoid each other in our family as best as we can. Okay, not just when you're sick. Not just, just when we're sick. Okay. Yeah, we just just always being prepared to not get each other sick. <laughs> nice, I like it. Yeah, I'm practicing for when you're going to be sick. Well, yeah, because we can't let Amber get sick. Because if Amber gets sick, like who's going to make all the lunches? The house like, shuts down. The so house, true. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, yeah they, they'd have to take like a week off of school. Right. Like I could. not. I think the school would just have to close because we can't function without the wolf kids. Well, yeah, I mean because we because we pay all the tuition because we have somebody sneaking. <laughs> <laughs> so there's all of that. You know, I DoorDash sometimes for extra money. And anytime I complain, it's just about people who live in apartments okay. who order DoorDash. You so, were telling me one one time that I think it was recently that you had a DoorDash and the gal wasn't super like clear on communication. I've, and I've, like, it's always people who live in like group living. So yeah. it's apartment people, it's condo people. Houses are the best. Houses are easy. You don't have to turn your car off. Yeah. You just park right up front. You're you drop it at the door, take a picture, life ten, goes on. It's 10 seconds, you're on to the next delivery. Okay. But then they send a, they tell you what apartment buildings are in, which never make any sense. Which, so here's, here's, like it might as well be in a different language. Most people don't even tell you what building number they live in. So it's already done. And okay. they're always like, I'm on my apartment 284. And I'm like, you know, I don't live here. That doesn't mean anything to anybody who doesn't live yeah. here. And I don't know why apartment people don't get that. So, I already hate, every time I get an apartment, I'm already mad. My family calls me DoorDash Dad because I just start getting <laughs> in a bad mood when I'm doing it. I had an apartment lady recently who, I'll make this, two good stories. Okay. Um, but this one I'll make short. Long story short, I just left her food by the front gate and said, here it is. And took a picture and, yeah. and sent it to her. And she complained and about she me. And she was thrilled. Yeah, she was really excited. She's like, why did you take this order if you didn't want to deliver it to my door? And I was like, you know, I wanted to say, why are you so dumb that you can't put a building number in your DoorDash app? Like, this isn't that hard. So... Um, but I went there, I called her, I texted her, she wouldn't answer the phone or the text, she wouldn't give me a building number, a gate code, and I had another delivery already in my truck. So I'm like, I can't just sit here. See, and I feel like I'm always that other delivery guy. Like, I, yeah. I get mine like 30 minutes late because the DoorDash guy was probably stuck Maybe, in the apartment an complex. apartment complex. So yeah. um, if you order DoorDash tip, you'll get your order faster. Ooh, there you go. Because dashers can see that. They can see how big the order is. And okay. I just won't take an order if there's no tip, there I can tell. So my worst DoorDash story is in Scottsdale because Scottsdale people can be rude. Shocker. And I don't think it's like a apartment. I feel like it was like a condo or something. Yeah. Anyway. Scottsdale people don't live in apartments. They live in condos. Right. It was something like that. But it was a guy who lived by himself. So it's like, this is technically an apartment. Okay. He's just going into debt so he can say he lives in Scottsdale. There you go. And if you live in an apartment as an adult, if you're not like starting out, then something went wrong usually. You made a bad choice somewhere. Yeah, you made a bad choice somewhere. And it's happened to me. I yeah. lived at an apartment twice in my life. The first time I was just starting out, it made sense. Second time was after a series of bad choices. So we were back in so apartment. Speaking from experience. It happens. But I always would have been a better uh, delivery recipient, whatever the word is for that. Yeah. If just, I was ordered something, I'd we be just better. Call, we just call that a better human. I'm more nice. So I'm delivering human. to this guy who's got the wrong address plugged into his app. So I'm already mad because he knows that because I call him. And I'm like, hey, I'm at the address, and it's like a strip mall. He's like, oh, yeah, it takes you to next door. You got to come to the building. So I'm already upset. Like, you know this. Put this in the app. Like, you just wasted five minutes, which when you DoorDash, you can't make money if yeah. you're ever stuck. Time's money. So I find the building, and I get to the front door, and it's locked. So I call him, and I'm like, all right, I'm here. I'm downstairs. Door's locked. Like, what's the code to pass? Get me in. He's like, I can't give you the code. I'm like, okay, I don't care. Come then I can't give you your food. Come get your food then. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> 
But this guy had the audacity to be like, so just wait there. Eventually someone will leave. And when they leave, the door will be open and you can come in. And I'm just like immediately zero to a hundred. <laughs> so mad. Cause that's door, just door dash dad. That's like just rude. Full, like on full point. Like that's so rude. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. I'm like, you've got exactly one minute to get down here and get your food or I'm just leaving it here. Like I'm gone. Yeah. I, th- I think I was, I'd been doing it a month. So I'd made, you know, a couple hundred deliveries, but not, not comfortable enough where I could just leave food somewhere and know I wasn't going to get fired or lose my DoorDash license. Sure. And so he ends up down there and he goes, uh, did you start doing this? And I was like, no, I've been doing it a little while. And he goes, because you were pretty short with me on the phone. And I was like, well, you're pretty short in real life. So <laughs> he's a small little dude. And I was so mad. And I gave him his food and I left. Oh. And then my son Jack was with me because we had just played volleyball together. And uh, he still jokes about it because I got in the car and I was just <laughs> going off for at least the next 10 minutes oh, about man. how much I hate that guy, how much I hate Scottsdale people, how, how oh, much I hate gosh. all. I mean, maybe hate's a strong word, but I was upset. And Jack still jokes about some of the things I said that I won't repeat here. Because, That's pretty great. Because I was upset about it. So any t- usually anytime I have a low, it's uh, DoorDash related. So I yeah, need to just win the lottery so I don't have to DoorDash anymore. Yeah, mine recently was I was with some coworkers and... Um, I would say probably more of a pet peeve, but pet peeves are things that happen like repeatedly. But mm-hmm. so I don't know, this is like between like low and pet peeve. Cause I can't just can't imagine this happening more frequent than this. But um, I guess the pet peeve would probably be if we we're classifying it with people who have like no self-awareness. Yeah. And so I'm sitting at this table and we're, it's a, it's a sit down restaurant. There's four of us. And uh, one of the folks that were with us was a gal it was a female middle-aged okay. woman. She's, you know, on our, on our team. And there's three, there's three of us guys sitting around the table and there's this one guy, he just has like no self-awareness and we're sitting there and, and maybe I don't think, maybe I think this isn't inappropriate, but he just grabs, he starts with his napkin, he grabs his napkin and he does like the loudest, um, I, I'm going to use blue little, his nose. Yeah. Blue his nose. Okay. But it was like, it was, there was texture to it. I guess yeah. is the best way. It I was juicy. So, yeah. Which is gross. It, I hate it it's was, not. It was so go gross. Go to the bathroom. And he's, and, he, go and, it, and it was loud and there's people all around yeah, us. Yeah, that's weird. And it gets better. He folds it up. Keep in mind, we're, or the, the female, she's still eating. Yeah, it's gross. Right? So she's still like literally putting food yeah. in her mouth. And the three of us guys, we're pretty much done. We're wrapping up. He folds it up like three times and then puts it on my plate. Oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. And so I'm just sitting there no. looking around like, does anybody else see this? And I kind of look at him. I know you were done eating, but still. Oh, still. But he's got his own plate in front of him. Yeah. And then, no joke, two or three minutes later, he reaches over, grabs my napkin, does the exact same thing again. You got to go outside. And I'm like... 100%. That's weird. Like, who, who, who does that? Nobody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like he just had, doesn't have the, the self-awareness. And I was, I was disgusted for the gal who was sitting with us. He I was also disgusted doesn't have an invite to the next meal. Oh, I, t- I, t- I told the other guy, I'm like, I will never go to lunch with him ever again in my yeah. life. Yeah, that makes sense. It and makes so. me think of people who had hankies. Which is a weird thing. Oh, that is Ella, do you know what a hanky is? Yeah, okay. they're disgusting. Well, then people will offer it to you. It's like, why do I want your yeah, burger wrap? Exactly. I do remember my dad would like blow his nose into a handkerchief and then fold it up and put it in his pocket and then blow it into that same handkerchief later. I'm like, this is awful. Yeah, like, who, who came up with his plan? This is, yeah, I can't I think of anything worse. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was like a... If it was like a, a generational thing or like prestige, like you have your own hanky, yeah, I, I don't know, I don't get. It. And the people like embroider their initials on them, right? Yeah, I don't know. Well, how was the drive down to Mexico and back? How was oh. the drive with a bunch of kids? I remember. So I always so have it's to been pee. a minute. Yeah, I've I've always had a small bladder, and I remember going on like youth group trips in high school, 
it was always worried so true about story. How so how much is Dave gonna is Dave get, don't let Dave get a soda at the next stop because he's gonna have to stop and go to the bathroom. So yeah, the exact same thing happened. So I did youth ministry forever, like you yeah. know. This is probably the first youth trip I've done in five six years, and um, the the teacher uh, our kids go all, our kids all go to school together. Dave's yeah. kids, my kids go to school together. And um, it's a Christian school, so they're going down to this orphanage down in Mexico, just across the border of Nogales, um, to you know work with these kids. And so on this trip, we had eighth graders. So for the eighth graders, it was their first time going. And the, for many of them, it's like their first time like going on a trip, even away from mom and dad. And so I got this van. It's full of all boys, and then Ella is in a van with um, all the girls. And so on our way back, no joke, we we leave the we leave the orphanage. We stop at a Mexican food restaurant, still south of the border. 10 minutes okay. yeah. from from uh, from the orphanage. So we were on the road for 10 minutes. Opportunity to go to the bathroom. Go to the, everybody goes. Everybody That's goes to the bathroom. Go to the bathroom. Everybody goes to the bathroom. And then 30 minutes later, we get to the border. We're at the border. I'll give them this. We were at the border for a long time. Okay. But we still get to the border. We all have to get out of the van. There's a great spot to go to the restroom. Yeah. Go, go to the again. restroom there. Anytime you're on a road trip yep. and there's a chance to go to the bathroom. So that's just, this is two times. So yeah. there's, there's two times now, you know, that they had the opportunity to go to the restroom. And then we get all the way into Tucson, like another 30 minutes or so, 30, 40 minutes into Tucson. We stop there, opportunity to go to the bathroom. We're filling up with gas. And then we're on the road for maybe 30, 40 minutes. And this kid, he's an he's a, he's a eighth grader. He's got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> and so um, and then, so it was all seniors in high school and these eighth grade boys. And so it was funny to watch the, the seniors in high school oh. who are just like, they like hand them like a, a bottle. Like, hey, yeah. but just, just go in this. And you can just see this eighth grade boy. like, I'm terrified <laughs> to talk to you, much less right. like pee go to, yeah, the pee, the pee in front of you. And they're like, they're like trying to pressure him. I'm like, right. okay, guys, you know, this is 2023. We can't force this kid to do this. <laughs> and, um, you know, but like back in our day, you'd be in the back row of the van peeing in a bottle. Yeah, absolutely. But, um, but so like, no, so I radio ahead to like the guy who's leading the trip. And like, we're like just now like coming into town. And he's, he goes, so we're just going to pull over here on the I-10. So we pull over on the I-10, and this kid gets out of the road, and he um, you know, walks over to a tree right, for okay. coverage. But he turns around, and he like, faces towards us, and the girl's van is right behind us. Our van was like right in front, and we were so confused oh, what was happening. He's yeah. not facing the tree. No, he's, he's facing the tree. He's traffic. facing the road. <laughs> and, uh, That's kind of funny. Yeah, no, he's like <laughs> a high-pressure nozzle just going after it. And, uh, oh, gosh. And so... Uh, and so we, uh, we're, I'm like, I'm like, hey, bud, 180, like, turn around, yeah. you know, kind of deal. And so he, you know, he goes, he goes to the, uh, he goes to the bathroom, gets back in the van, and we eventually, you know, make it back to make it back to the school. But it did. It reminded me of you. I know there's no doubt in my mind, Dave Hubbard's name went through my mind like two or three times on that trip because I was like, you know, Dave always has to go to the bathroom. I've still to this day, I've been known to pee in bottles and cups and bags and stuff because I, I, I can't. If it's bags. <laughs> sometimes that's all you got. <laughs> I've never heard of such a thing. Sometimes that's all you got, and you got to throw it out the window <laughs> when you're done. So if you get hit by a grocery bag filled with urine, just know it might be me. Oh, wow. <laughs> this took a dark turn. So uh, my one of my favorite pee stories is uh, a word camping, which camping stinks, too. Kind of like Thanksgiving. Uh, People who camp are just weird. You're paying a lot of money to be uncomfortable. Which is, I don't is, this, is this the John Bohm story? This is the John Bohm story. Oh, so John ever hears this, John, you know it was me. John Bohm. Sorry. It's your fault. <laughs> um, I think I'm I think I have the perm at this time too. Yeah, I think, I think you did. This is this was college. This, this is was, this is straight up um, Backstreet Boys yeah. era. So I'm uh, sleeping in a cot that someone brought me. I think I brought it. And uh, I wake up at two in the morning because I have to pee. Yeah. And I pull the blanket off for a second, and I'm like, it's freezing. We're in Payson, I think. Yeah, we were in Payson. It's freezing. I'm a Phoenix boy. Like, any, if it goes below 70, I'm cold. Yeah. And so 
I'm like, gosh, I have to pee. I really don't want to, you know, I'm not prepared for this camping trip because I'm not a camper. I don't have like warm clothes. I don't have anything. So I'm like, we're already outside. I'm just going to pee off the side of the bed. <laughs> you just roll to the, yeah. so roll just, to the left. I just roll to the left. I start peeing. But like you, I woke up in a, you know, you, when you first wake up, you're in a haze. Yeah. So this is like within the first 30 seconds of me being awake. And I, all these thoughts come through my mind. I'm like, am I going to get out of bed? Is it too cold? I'll just pee off the side of the bed. So I start peeing and I start noticing movement. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what, what's happening? And like the old dumb and dumber joke, you know, you can't stop once you yeah. start, it stinks. But I, I have to stop it. So I'm, I stop real quick and then I realize I'm peeing on someone. Oh. And, and it's John Bohm. And he, he wasn't there when I went to sleep. So he shouldn't be there then. But he had rolled or moved or something. He was in the sleeping bag on the ground. And so I immediately stop. And then he like sits up and he's looking around. He's touching his head. Does he like, think it's raining? He's wet. He doesn't know. He's oh, like, God. all of a sudden, like, my head's wet. What's going on? And he's looking at me and my blankets are off and I'm just pretending <laughs> to be asleep. And I've got like my eye cracked and I'm like, oh my gosh, go back to bed. Go back to bed. <laughs> Eventually he just lays back down, goes back to sleep. And in five minutes, I, now I have to now stand you have up, to get up and walk to a tree and pee. <sighs> and then I came back and went to bed. But then the next day he was like joking about it. He's like, man, Dave wasn't cold at all. I woke up and he was just laying there, no covers. And I was like, I'm a real man, John. If you only knew, John. <laughs> I was peeing on your forehead a little bit ago. Hey, totally John, unintentional. Uh, hey, John, you might want to take a dip in the lake this morning. Just yeah, say just wash your hair when you just get home. Say. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Extra shampoo. Oh, God. I think that was a trip. Matt spilled like a huge strawberry shake in the back of your car on the way home. Oh, yeah. I was not happy about Something that. Something like that. Yeah. You had nice cars. We were not nice to it. Yeah. Um, that's my pee story. That's my camping story. I think I've only been camping once since then, and it was yeah, we not don't, good. We don't, I grew up camping as a kid, and I, and I remember liking it, but... Um, Amber, the girls, my, my family's not big campers. I think you really need money to camp yeah. for fun now. Like you need toys to have fun to yeah. just be out in the woods or sleep on the ground in a tent just seems so dumb to me and, and uncomfortable. And yeah. We why? went camping once. So that's what my family calls it at least. Yeah. And Ella probably remembers it. We went to a place oh, yeah. called Cole's ranch. It was a, it was a cabin. We okay. had, we had cable TV. We watched the sun's okay, game. Okay. So you had a bed and a shower. Yeah, it was great. So it was, I, it was not camping. There, there were do. pine trees. There were pine trees outside. That's my kind of camp. There was a river too. There was a Creek nearby. Okay, nice. And, um, and we told Ethan there was fish in it. There's not a chance there oh. was a fish in it. And so he stood out there all day long with a fishing pole. Nice. I remember that. That was so, really funny. Yeah. <laughs> That is funny. So this coming week, what's going on? We, so we have, uh, so you mentioned earlier, Suns, six-game winning streak. Six-game winning streak. Durant's got a sore foot. We need Durant to... Okay, Beal's still out. Beal's still out for another two weeks. So and, um, fun thing about the in-season tournament is some people, I follow people on Twitter, so I don't really yeah. know, but it goes by wins-losses, then it goes by point differential. Correct. So last night, um, Booker chucked a three with like 30... A lot of times when you're winning the game, people won't shoot. Sure. Which is fine, but when you're in these in-season tournaments... Some people have Every been trying to run the score up because points matter. Correct. And so shot clock's expiring. We're already winning by 20 games, almost over. He chucks a three up anyway, off balance, banks it in, gets him his 40th point. Um, but then two hours later, we learn because I think the Pelicans won, but by the time they did their point differential, they were only plus 32. And because of Booker's three, we were plus 33. And so we actually are ahead of them now in the point differential, wow. which is probably going to be the difference in us making the in-season tournament semifinals or whatever they call it, because we're not going to win our group. The Lakers won the group. Because the Lakers won the group. So we're just going to be one Lakers. of the wild cards. Yeah, everybody does. Hate the Lakers. We were just unhealthy. Lakers, Lakers and the Spurs. We're not worried about ever. the Lakers. Or the, or nobody cares about the Spurs. Yeah, nobody anymore. cares about them, but we still hate them. Yeah, forever, for my whole life. Mono I'll, Ginobili. I'll never give it up. I'll never give in to the hate. So um, who do we got this coming week? We got Knicks tomorrow. 
at 4 p.m. and then a bunch of other people. But really, we just need Durant back, and we got a couple weeks till Beal gets back. We need games with all three. So until then, we just need to stay above water. We want to be a top six seed, so you're not in the play-in. But until then, if you're not healthy, it doesn't matter. So you just need to get healthy. Love it. That's all I got. I got regular work hours. Nothing all right, exciting. Yeah. I'm back to work on. I do get a new customer opening, so we'll have to go. Okay. It's this cool, like it's called T Box, and it's like uh, I don't golf, but like, you like golf. a Top Golf. What? But it's cooler. It's okay. more like elite. So it's more. You're not outside. You haven't been inside with a simulator. Sure. But the simulator is like pro grade, so you can play any golf course you want in the world. Um, and they even pipe in like sounds and stuff front, like if you're at oh, that nice. golf course. And the reason I have it as a customer because I sell food, so they're gonna have real food. Oh, that's they have great. a real chef there who's making real food for these people that rent these bins out. So it's called T Box. It's in Cave Creek. I'm down. So we should go there, eat and hit golf balls. I'll hit them not straight. You can hit them straight. Straighter. We'll, yeah, and we'll have all, <laughs> all, all kinds of fun. And then um, this coming week, let's see, we've got a few other things going on. Ella also started today for the very first time. We have our American Cheese Instagram oh, account. Yeah, yes. we do. We do. You should go follow it. It's American Cheese. Well, American underscore cheese underscore podcast. American Cheese is already taken. American we underscore will, cheese underscore podcast. We'll run the American Cheese people out of business and take over exactly. their handle. Help and, us. Uh, yeah. Which is probably craft. So <laughs> we might be in a little trouble there. You know, it's okay. <laughs> Yeah, but go follow us because uh, we're going to start doing things through it eventually. Go, go follow us and we'll try to post memories. Yeah. If, when we have an episode, we'll talk. We'll yeah. Maybe we'll post something from that. Yeah, we'll we see can find we, our prom we'll picture. We'll find the prom, uh, the prom picture. Okay. Yeah, yeah, maybe it, maybe it. the perm picture. Maybe week. a picture of Electric be, Boogaloo. Yeah. So uh, I've done, since the making of Thriller, I've done the Thriller dance lots of times. Oh, yeah, we'll have to show and I'm that. Definitely, I'm definitely bringing it back soon for a lip sync at a winter camp, I'm pretty sure. Oh, so. really? I think Lincoln can do it. Well, he so. thinks he can do it. He can't do it all yet, but he can do quite a bit. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, you know, I had one for VBS back in the day. I had to learn the Thriller dance and try to teach a bunch of high schoolers. I remember and, that. And some of it went well, some of it didn't go well. But it was a great, it was a great finale to Spirit Week. That's like, the, um, that's like the motto of our friendship in our life. And some of it went well and yeah. a lot of it didn't go yeah, well. Yeah, some of it didn't go as well. Some of it went really well. But it but all turned out pretty funny. All fun. Well, thanks, Jeff. All right, thanks, David. Thanks, Ella. Ella, Ella take us out. All right.